On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to talk all about graphics for your videos, where to get the graphics, how to make the graphics, and how to use the graphics for all of your video needs. And today's episode is made possible by our good friends at Movo, who have created the UM700, which is a desktop microphone for things like podcasting and uh thought I had it right around me here somewhere. I was going to hold it up. I'm not sure where I put it. I put it away somewhere. But it is a very cool little desktop microphone that you put down there, and you can podcast with it, do your voiceovers, do your videos, and everything else. And there's the second phone call already of the time that we've been on the air. So it's going to be a fun episode, Steve. Everybody's calling. And uh, the person who's calling right now, you're probably listening. You know who you are. You've called twice in the last 10 minutes. I'm going to get you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, with that, let's forget about me getting them. If you want to be able to get good-sounding audio, then get the UM700 from Movo. You can check it out right now by heading on over to raythevideoguide.com. Excuse me, let's change that. Uh, we're going to go to pocketvideopro.com slash UM700. Check it out. It is a great microphone. In fact, um, you know, I, I I have a setup here with a microphone on an arm. It's a very expensive microphone, but uh, I've I've got it attached to... This is kind of funny, Steve. I've got it attached to a a um, um, what's the thing, thing called? What's the thing called? You put your audio into a mixer. mixer, and that mixer every once in a while it's very strange. It's a Yamaha mixer. Every once in a while, if it gets hot, if it's been on for a while, uh-huh. all of a sudden all my audio gets messed up. Really? And so I'll do a recording, like I was recording on my nice microphone here, and and I'd play it back and. The audio would be literally half the length of the video, and when you played it back, the audio was like, cool. and I couldn't figure out why, and then I remembered that this happened one time before, and I had to turn the mixer off, leave it off for a little while, and come back on. I mean, and I'm talking like, you have to leave it on for like weeks and weeks and weeks at a time for this to happen, uh, but it did it again the other day, and so what did I do? I switched to the UM700, because I yeah. can plug it in through USB, it sits right in front of me. Uh, not that I want to mix things up here, but it's very similar to the Yeti. Just saying. Oh. Just saying. Very, very That's similar. Looks like it. Works like cheaper. it. Does the same types of things. Uh, a little bit cheaper, yes. A little bit less less expensive. Not cheaper, so less expensive. It's 100 bucks where the Yetis are, what, 130 somewhere around there. Yeah, oh, 129 oh. I think, uh, depending on what one you get. But, yeah, this is a great microphone. I was able to use it to do the, uh, the uh, recordings that I was doing right then and there. And uh, got me right through. So it was very nice. So that's the UM700 from Movo. You can pick it up now by heading on over to pocketvideopro.com slash UM700. And before I mess this up any further, let's hear the theme song. Here we go. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. And has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. And it's the radio show about video, video marketing madness with Ray, the video guy, looking very pensive on the Facebook Live, or thoughtful. thoughtful. Yes, yes. GoVMM is the uh, landing page, and uh, you can get social with us and find all the podcatchers and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. 
Indeed. And before we get into today's topic, which of course is video graphics, as we've talked about, I want to go back and talk about something that uh, <laughs> we talked about a couple of weeks ago. We tried to talk about last week, um, but it's a, an interesting topic. We talked about live video and the cameras that you could use and, and whatnot. And I talked about how for a long, long time I used the uh, the Logitech C920, which by the way, that's what I'm using right now if you're watching live uh, or watching the YouTube version of this podcast. I'm actually using that once again. Um, you know, I had switched to trying to use my uh, Mevo camera, which was pretty good for doing this. Not bad. Mm -hmm. um, I was I used um, my DSLR. I used my mm -hmm. iPhone. Now the the great thing I got to admit the C920. Sorry, Logitech. I don't mean to say this. I've recommended this for many years. Is the worst looking of all of them. It is an yeah. HD webcam, but it is the worst looking. And you can tell right now if you're watching this, I've got a lot of orange colored lights going on in the background because it's video marketing madness, and those are our colors. Uh, but that's really making me look very, you know, Orangey. like everything on the screen looks like a, a pinky orange color. And um, the Logitech just doesn't seem to handle those those changes very well. Um, when I was using this same setup the other day with a lot of red and everything, and I was using the uh, DSLR, it didn't have that, those issues. I, mm -hmm. I, the, me, I looked normal skin colored, and the rest of the, the thing looked red. Um, the reason that I've switched back to the C920 for now, and there's a couple of reasons. Um, the DSLR looked great, but there's a problem with Canon DSLRs as a webcam, and that is it's not a true 16 by 9 video image on that. And so what you end up having is black bars on the side, which means you have to zoom the picture in a little bit. And that made everything seem a little bit too close. And even when we had the, the lens pulled back, it, it, it still seemed too close because the camera still has to physically be right here so it can see through, you know, the two monitors that are on either side of it and whatnot. So it's not like I can move the camera back across the room and shoot through that hole. It would never work. You'd be seeing the back of my monitors. Um, so that was kind of a pain in the neck and, and it would shut off by itself sometimes and then you'd have to reset it to get it back on. Um, quite honestly, I, I, I sorry Canon if, with your DSLRs, but the absolute best looking webcam that I had that made everything look the best was actually the iPhone. Um, the problem with that is to use your smartphone as your webcam is kind of a pain in the neck because people try to call you on the phone and, you know, it's just a kind of a, a pain in the butt when, you, when you're doing that sometimes. Um, plus, you, you constantly, you can't just have it there ready to go. It's every time you want to shoot, you got to go, you got to set up your phone, put it into the silent mode, put it up there, set everything up and kind of a pain in the neck to do that. Um, the Mevo camera did pretty good too, but it likes to just shut off and then you got to sit there and mess with it to get it to come back on. And um, yeah, that's funny, Steve. Um, <laughs> Steve's calling me call, on the phone I'm now to, him. Yeah, I'm to, uh, yeah. to exacerbate my phone call issues here. Um, so I went back to the C920. Yeah, it's the worst looking, in my opinion, of the cameras. It's got the worst contrast ratios out of all of them. It's got the, the worst depth of all of them. You know, you can see if you're watching the video, you can see like right here, here, very white, bright spot. And down mm -hmm. here, it's very dark. When I used like the iPhone, everything was much more 
Um, the darks were, were ni- it was nice and even. You didn't see like hot spots and dark spots. It was much more in detail in those areas and, and it just performed a lot better. Uh, but the reason I went back to the C920 was just for the convenience of having it there all the time. It's always there and there's another phone call. Um, not me. I know. It's not you this time. It's always on. It's always there. It's always ready. So it just makes sense to do that. And the other reason for that is Movo is coming out with an awesome or what seems to be an awesome new high-end 4K webcam with a built-in directional microphone and a ring light around it as well. And uh, that won't be here till August. It's in Kickstarter mode right now, but I did support the Kickstarter. I did purchase mine. Hopefully... Being as you know, I'm I'm good friends with the uh, the Movo crew. If you're watching right. right now, guys, I'm talking about you right now. So remember this. Hopefully, they'll get me one uh, even sooner than everybody else. We'll see. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously, if you see my shelf in the back here, which uh, you know you can see all the Movo stuff is on my shelf. If you're watching on YouTube, I just kind of showed that there. Uh, we got all sorts of microphones and lights and things directly from Movo. So we will have this webcam, but it won't be here till probably August, sadly. Oh, so. Wow. It'll yeah. be here before you know it. So, so I may it, mess it, around with things. I don't know. We'll see. Now, b- before the show, we were having some audio issues with Nemo, which is what we uh, Ray uses to stream. And so by the time we got all that fixed, Ray just said, hey, you know what? I'll be orange for this show. That's right. But, uh, you know, let's just get it I don't going. think I could fix it even if I wanted to with this camera, to be honest with you. It just oh, doesn't really? Have okay. The, then yeah. that was going to be my question. Could you adjust the lighting so you're not so I mean, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I could. It would probably take forever just because it's yeah, a small room yeah. and everything. And, and I don't know why. I mean, quite honestly, the orange lights and everything are behind me. Like, literally, there's yeah. none that are in front Weird. of me shooting backwards. They're all back here. So why... Mm-hmm. I'm looking orange. I think it's a. I think it's a camera issue. It's just. Kind it's of it's not horrible, but you're looking no. orange. Yeah. yeah, looking at and and very edgy too, like very harsh edges and and things. But and in any case, that's. I just wanted to uh, to Your talk a little bit about orange. that. Yeah, my hair, hair is very is orange. orangey looking. Um, which yeah. if got, you know me, my hair is actually pretty dark. Well, it's got an orange glow to it, which is kind it of does. cool. And yeah. it, it almost and even just my hair in general kind of looks tan and light and and orangey tinted. Yeah. But uh, and what are you going to do? And yeah. the, of course, my big ring light right here—you would think that that would be powerful enough to overcome that and give us some nice natural light. I could. What I could do is I could mess with the the color in the light and you know change that to uh, to make oh. my skin tones change too. But then again, every time I change the lights in the back, we'd have to right. adjust it again. Yeah. It's no fun. No. So just need to use a better camera. I need to go back to using. Uh, like I said, I really liked the uh, camo software with the iPhone. Um, and we were having issues where um, just these weird technical issues where we would go live on Facebook and all of a sudden we'd just be – everything would lock up and, and the Facebook stream would be gone and everything would lock up and I'd have to restart the computers. And it, it started after I started messing with the cameras and I had wondered if the camo software might have been one of the issues behind it. And we're not sure if it is or not, but um, you know, if I can figure that out, I'll probably go back to that because I do like using the iPhone the best as far as the look. Um, the DSLR was looked good, but had the issue. Yeah, know, it was, it, so. iPhone looked great. It just oh, yeah, it kept it really popping did. off the air. So I don't know. Yeah, you know. well, it was the thing is, I think it was popping off the air on us before I was doing that. So that's why I'm not sure if that's the issue oh, or not. But oh, well, we're still on the air. <sighs> we're still on the air so. today, and that means we get to talk about something that I enjoy, and that is graphics. 
and that is creating graphics for videos. Now, for those of you who have ever done any kind of graphics, uh, you know that it can be a pain in the neck and you need lots of different tools and you need all sorts of things. So I'm going to go through some of the tools that we use to make graphics because I think it'll make life a whole lot easier. Now, Steve, I'm going to spring something on you here. And uh, unfortunately, for those of you that are just listening, you're not going to be able to, uh, to, to see this, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. And, and uh, notice what's behind me in that screen there, Steve. Oh, a Video Marketing Madness logo. It is. It's a new Video Marketing Madness logo that I created five minutes before we got on the air today. Dang. <laughs> I literally wow. put that together. So we're going to talk about – now, again, you can't see that if you're listening only. It's but nice. It's a it's nice, nice new little logo. Uh, yeah. I probably should have run it by Steve before I created it, but I wanted to create it just to show how quickly we can create a logo. And I'm going to talk about how we're able to create that so quickly because uh, clearly I didn't hand draw that. And clearly I am not an art – well, I don't know if it's clearly, but I'll tell you clearly and from my point. I am not the type of person that can create that kind of artwork by myself from scratch. Uh, so we're going to talk about how we can do these types of things for video and for print and everything else without uh, without breaking the bank, without having to wait for an artist to create something for us for two years and, and everything else. And so I want to start off talking about the types of graphics that you may want to have for your videos. So when you're creating a video, there's a number of graphics that you may want to have inside that video. One would be some sort of title screen that's in there. So in other words... You might come on and you might say, hey, this is Ray, and today we're going to talk about X, Y, and Z, and so we're going to do that right now. And then you might have a title screen that says, shows your logo and says, you know, we're going to talk about X, Y, and Z, whatever it happens to be, and then it goes into your video. That's a title screen. Title screens, again, very easy to make. You can actually create them in a variety of different tools. Photoshop being one, of course, but you could use something like Canva to do this. And one surprising one that a lot of people use that people don't think about very often is using PowerPoint or Keynote to design your graphics for this. PowerPoint and Keynote, when you go in and you create a presentation, it's a 16 by 9 presentation or 4.3, it's up to you, but usually it's a 16 by 9 presentation. So if you create a graphic inside of a PowerPoint or Keynote, you can create that, export it out, and then use it in your videos, and it should fit perfectly right inside that video. So a lot of people use these programs to create a background, to put their logo on the background, and sometimes even to animate that logo. So you can animate the logo in and maybe animate your text and export a little movie out of that, or you can export a still image and put that into your videos. So that's a, a really nice way for you to be able to do that at a great cost because most people have PowerPoint or Keynote on their computers already. And the same thing would go if you wanted to use uh, the um, uh, slides tool inside of Google Docs. You could do the same thing there and export it out. And that would allow you to create these screens very, very easily. And you could do this for a lot of the different graphics. Maybe you're going to have a video that's going to be broken up into uh, you know different types of chapters and you want to have a heading screen at the beginning of each chapter, you can do that in those programs. You can also do it in Photoshop or Canva, like we said, but that's one that you, you know, anybody can create that kind of thing. If you've got a logo, take that logo, put it on a background, and boom, you're pretty much done. Now, you can get fancier with this and have animated backgrounds and whatnot, but for a basic video, if you can just go into one of these programs, create a nice background, it could be just one solid color like we have in the screen behind us now, or it could be some sort of um, you know, gradiated color, or maybe it's, you know, patterns, whatever it is, put the logo on there, put your website, and you've got a nice graphic, very easy, simple, ready to go. 
Now, another type of graphic that we're going to want to be able to create is lower third graphics. Those are where the little bar comes underneath a person and says their name and who they are. You see that in the news all the time. You can see that if you're watching the video right below Steve and me. We each have a, a lower, what's called a lower third on the screen designating who we are. This is also something that can be created in a variety of different softwares. Most likely you're going to do this in something like Photoshop, but you could do it in Canva. Um, if you've got a Photoshop alternative, you can do that. The big difference with these types of graphics is you need to create something that's not going to be full screen. So when you, we talked about PowerPoint and Keynote, the great thing about those, those make a nice full screen graphic for you. In this case, you need to make a little bar with a name on it that's not going to cover the entire screen. So you need to do one of two things with this. When you create these types of graphics, you need to either create a document that's the size of a video. So maybe you're doing in uh, 1920 by 1080, which is high definition. If you're doing that, you might want to go into Photoshop, create 1920 by 1080, and then make your graphic in the bottom part of that, put the name and all that into there, and then save it out as a PNG. Instead of saving it as a JPEG, you save it as a PNG. And the reason for that is that's going to allow the entire thing to be transparent except for that lower third. Okay, so you'd go into Photoshop, open up a blank 1920 by 1080, put in that little graphic in there, save it out as a PNG, and then when you put it into your video, it's only going to show that lower third. The rest will be see-through so that you can see the person behind it. Uh, you could also create a graphic that is just a small, thin graphic itself, put that into your video editor and manipulate it around to wherever you want. That will work just as well. Again, you could create that in something like Photoshop. You could also create that in something like Canva. Be very easy to do that. Lower thirds, probably one of the more powerful tools that you can have uh, when you're doing graphics. Now, another one that you always want to be able to create is your thumbnails. Now, thumbnails are what you use on places like YouTube, on your website, other video sites where it represents that video. Thumbnails, again, you probably want to build something. I, I usually go with the 1920 by 1080, so a nice high-definition image. And what you want to do with this is you want to make sure that that thumbnail represents something in the video. So it could be a close-up of a person's face that's in the video. It could be a still shot from the video. Whatever it is that's going to represent that video. And then you want to put nice, bold text on there saying what the video is about so that it really stands out. The idea here is to represent the video and make it stand out when people are searching so that they want to watch your video and not somebody else's, okay? Make it provocative if you have to. You know, the title of the video, make something pro provocative on that thumbnail to get people to click. Faces work very, very well. If you've got a face in there, people are drawn to that. If you've got something odd, if your video is about something kind of strange, if you show that strange thing in there instead of a person or with a person, then you're going to get even more attention to that particular um, thumbnail just because it's intriguing and people want to pay attention to it. Thumbnails, again, you could create this in PowerPoint very, very easily. You can create this in Photoshop, again, very easily. Canva, very easily. Or you could use a thumbnail creation tool like we use, which is a Thumbnail Blaster. And with Thumbnail Blaster, we are able to not only make our thumbnails, but we're able to make thumbnails for all of our videos all in one place, click a button, and it'll automatically post it to YouTube for you. So you don't even have to go into YouTube and upload it. It's got all sorts of really cool tools. 
Uh, I guess nowadays if they released it, they'd probably say it has artificial intelligence, which it kind of does. Um, you know, it's just before that was the big buzzword. So you can actually, it, it can actually figure out what your video is about and help you to create that thumbnail if you want. Um, but we go in there, we create a template inside of there. And then every time we have a new video, we just change the text, maybe change the images a little bit and boom, boom, boom. We make those thumbnails and get it out there. If anyone is interested in Thumbnail Blaster, uh, probably most of this audience already has it because we sold a bazillion copies of it uh, back when it was brand new. But you can check it out at, at uh, raythevideoguy.com slash thumbnail blaster. And there's some funny videos that we made uh, of me in a, uh, a superhero outfit and everything that you can check out while you're there. But uh, Thumbnail Blaster, great tool for that, making sure that you've really got some really nice thumbnails. Put them onto all your videos. Get them out there so that every video has one of these so that you can really start to get attention. Steve, did you have something you wanted to say? It looked like you were... No, I was, I, I, yeah, I was going to say, hey, Thumbnail Blaster, how about that? Yeah, yeah I, absolutely. I was actually looking it up. I've got it... Um, I've got it bookmarked in Chrome. So you know, it is. You know. It's a great, great tool. And, and those guys, the the Blaster guys. I mean, they've got some amazing software. Lingo Blaster and Blaster Suite and, and Thumbnail Blaster. I mean, just just some awesome tools that those guys make. So definitely want to support them if you can. You're going to get a great program for creating thumbnails, but it's going to keep them making new software because they seem to make really good software and they uh, support it very well. So very, very impressed with those guys. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. all right. So now you got your thumbnails. Well. Now there's some other vi- some other graphics you need to create for your videos, and these actually don't have anything to do with the video itself. We're talking about things like your your YouTube backgrounds and your YouTube icons. Those are things that you want to be able to create because any video you make, you're going to want to be putting it onto your YouTube channel. So you want to make sure that you create a nice graphic for the YouTube channel with the uh, what they call channel art. And uh, what channel art is, when you go to a YouTube channel, you'll notice at the top of that channel with the videos, there's a fairly thin banner that has usually the logo and the person's picture or whatever in there, but it represents that page. Well, believe it or not, that's actually a very large image and you're just seeing a sliver of that in your desktop. And the reason for that is people have TVs, people have 4K TVs, now they're even getting 8K TVs. So what they've done is they've decided that they're going to have this channel art, which they call the, they call what they have now the one channel. And what one channel means is that your one YouTube channel can be viewed on desktops, on televisions, on, um, on, you know, uh, uh, iPhones and Android phones and iPads and all of those different devices. And so they created the channel to detect what device you're using and to adjust what the channel looks like based on that device. And so technically, if you have a big screen TV, you should be able to have a full big screen TV sized graphic on that screen. And the information that you see in that little banner would be in the center of that screen. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to have, again, it's going to be a 16 by nine image. So you make sure that it's that's that size. You want to put all of your information in the very center of that image. And then that way, when it's on something like a a smartphone, it's going to zoom in on just that center portion. So it's going to see everything that you have in that 
you know, that little centerpiece. If it's a, if it's a tablet, it's going to still see that centerpiece, but it's going to see a little bit more. If it's a desktop, it's going to see even more. And then if it's a TV, it's going to fill that entire TV. So you want to make sure a big 16 by nine image, put all of the information in the center, and that's going to help you to make sure that you get a nice, nice image on uh, any of those different types of devices. Okay. Now, some other things that you want to create when it comes to graphics, um, you know, Graphics don't always have to be images. These can also be animations. And we want to make sure that we create animations as well. And you can create animations in a variety of tools. You can do it in your video editor. So if you're using Final Cut Pro or Adobe Premiere, if you're using Camtasia, if you're using ScreenFlow, all of these and many others have animation tools built into them so that you can actually create different types of animations. Now, what kind of animations do you want to create? Well, if you think about the lower thirds that we talked about, you can create animated lower thirds in a lot of these tools. In fact, your video editors probably have animated lower third templates already built in there where all you have to do is choose the one you want, type in the person's name and whatever information you want, and boom, you got a nice animated lower third. Um, you can also create the an the title screen we talked about can be animated. You can do animated logos, and that's where, you know, kind of like at the beginning of a movie, the the logo comes onto the screen and there's a big animation and music. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, you can create any of those types of things. You can also create animated end screens for your videos, especially if you're putting them on YouTube. And of course, you can create graphics in the middle that are animated. So you might have, uh, for instance, an animated logo that spins in the corner of your video or uh, every once in a while, a screen that has text on it. All of these things can be created in a variety of different softwares from, again, your video editors, something like After Effects or Apple Motion, um, you know, just a variety of different tools that, that will allow you to do this. Again, you could do some of this in PowerPoint or Keynote. Go in there, make a little animation, export it out, and bring it into your video, and now you've got something really, really cool. Okay, so now that we've kind of talked about the different types of animations and where you want them and how you can kind of put them together, well, what about the art style? I mean, I'm not an artist, Steve. I don't know if you know that or not. Yet, I put together the logo that we're seeing in the screen over here in about five minutes. And the reason that we can put something like that together, even when somebody like me who doesn't have a lot of artistic experience, um, there's a lot of really cool templates out there. And templates will allow you to do things very, very quickly and very, very easily. And the one tool that I use or the one location that I use to get a lot of my templates, in fact, pretty much all of my templates and all of my audio and all of my sound effects and all of my graphics and all of my stock video is Elements by Envato. Now you may have heard of Envato before or one of their subsites like Video Hive or Audio Jungle. They've got a variety of different websites that they run where you can pick up all the graphics, graphic templates, video clips, video templates, sound, music, and a whole bunch of other things in one place at a great price. But what I use is what they call Elements. Now, Elements is an is a kind of like uh, it's kind of like the Apple Music, or where you're basically paying a subscription to be able to have access to anything anytime you want. And the great thing about this particular program with Elements is that you pay once a year, and it, it, it's two hundred dollars, which sounds like a lot of money, but I'll explain to you why it's not a lot of money at all in just a minute. And you get access to all of those graphics, graphic templates, videos, video templates, sound effects, 
um, illustrations, animations, uh, Photoshop plugins. They've got they've got code. If you if you create software, they've got pre-made code that you can use. They've got website templates. Everything with regards to graphics and design and everything is in this one program. There's phone call number five, I think, or six while we've been doing this. Um, they have all of this in there with elements that you can download as much of as you want. And I download a lot. In fact, today alone, I've downloaded four different things at four different times uh, while we're working it, including the logo that you see back here was a template that I pulled from elements, went into Photoshop and basically changed the text. So it took me about 30 seconds to change the text, and I saved it out. Oh, and I made a couple other changes. So the uh, background, there's a microphone in the center, and there's like a yellow and orange stripey thing in the, in the back of that. I changed it to the, uh, to the Ray the Video Guy colors of the yellows and oranges. So I changed that around a little bit, changed the text, and had a logo within just a couple of moments. So it was very, very cool, very easy to do. Now, as I said, this is $200 a year. Why do I think that's very cheap? Well, I'll tell you why I think that's cheap. Because in years past, I, and I know this from when we do taxes, because we have to put all of our expenses in, I spent on average each year probably about ten dollars to $15,000 on the Envato marketplace, buying animated logos, buying graphics, buying music. Every year, ten dollars to $15,000. I now pay $200 a year instead. Okay. Now, the great thing about Elements is you get as much as you want in there. You can download as many things as you want. The one downside, and it's not really a downside because it's never really affected me, is not everything that's in Video Hive or Audio Jungle or what have you is in Elements. It doesn't have everything, but it has way more than you could ever use. And I have uh, yet to not find what I needed in Elements, even though I know. There's more in Video Hive. There's more in, you know, Audio Jungle. There's more in all those different sites that they normally host, but vast majority seems to be in Elements, and you get all the downloads you want. I can download a hundred songs a day for a hundred projects if I want. It doesn't cost me a single penny more. Uh, I can download graphics all day long. I down. I spent one day where they've got lots of plugins for like Final Cut Pro. I spent an entire day just downloading hundreds of plugins and adding them to Final Cut Pro so that I've got all sorts of really cool transitions and uh, little built-in templates for graphics and things like that. So it's got a lot of stuff in there. Very, very good program. Uh, and again, the music, same thing. I, obviously, we're here to talk about graphics, but it's got the music in there. It's got your still graphics. It's got your animated video graphics. Everything all in one place. And templates. So if you were doing... Uh, so for instance... Um, uh, Steve and I are working on a project that's medical related. Well, I was able to go in there and find a template that I liked for medical related stuff, download that, add their logo and put a little bit of work into it in After Effects and boom, you know, we've got uh, a little video done. So it's very cool as far as getting all of that stuff done very inexpensively and, uh, you know, Again, you'll find almost everything you want. If you're working on web graphics, you'll find all of that stuff in there. Uh, WordPress plugins, WordPress templates all inside there and everything else in between. So very, very cool stuff. Again, it's uh, Envato Elements. You can check that out at raythevideoguide.com slash elements, elements. And uh, that's going to give you access to all that. So if you're making a lower third, by the way, tons of lower thirds in there. 
end screens, YouTube-related stuff, YouTube-related animations, animated buttons. So if you want to have a button on your video that says, you know, subscribe, you can find that in there. There's going to be a ton of those in there. Um, different uh, times of year. So imagine, uh, imagine uh, you know, Christmas time, you need graphics specific for that. You now have the ability to grab all the Christmas graphics that you want for your videos to make updates or for your website or what have you. So... Uh, a lot, a lot of great stuff in there. And there's a lot of different places um, where you can get things uh, besides that. And, uh, you know, if you do, you're able to put all these things together, take your videos to an entirely new level without having to spend a fortune, without having to hire somebody usually to uh, to do any of the work for you. And, you know, you can just really make your videos shine. And, uh, you know, that's all I got to say about that, Steve. What do you got to say about all that? I think this is uh, fantastic, especially when you have those kind of design te- uh, templates, you know. Yeah, the, the templates are, are, are fantastic. Uh, here at the Escape Room, I've made animated logos and well, I've made logos and then animated those logos for all the different rooms, for the rooms in California, for the rooms here. We've created logos for them. You know, we've created uh, one of the things that we do is we do a ton of video here. Like when you come into our office here or into the escape room in the lobby, we've got a big screen TV with animations going, telling you about the rooms and everything. And all of that stuff is done with templates that we pulled from Envato, templates that we used for creating these, you know, different videos. Um, and, And a lot of the stuff just in Final Cut Pro, adding graphics, doing graphics. I made logos for each of the rooms made logos for the rooms out in California, and then put them all together into these nice videos. And, uh, you know, I think it looks pretty darn good. It's pretty cool. And we make a ton of animated logos as well. So when you come into the lobby and you're watching that, you might see information about one of the rooms. And then in between, we'll have an animated logo. And each time, it'll be a different one. So I've made just a whole bunch of them. At Halloween, I made a whole bunch of Halloween-related ones. Christmas time, a whole bunch of Christmas-related ones so that when you came in, all of the animated logos were Christmas-related. And that, now they're just more generally related. And, you know, we put them out there, and, and it looks really great and does a good job for us. But uh, it's all done by making sure excuse me, that you use video, graphics, and animation together, and it's just going to enhance your videos. Absolutely, and, and so Steve, I can't, I can't oh, sorry, say enough about I can't say enough about thumbnails. Yeah, yeah as well, absolutely. That's that's a big determining factor in getting recommended by YouTube. So. Absolutely. Now, before we get out of here today, Steve, I do want to talk about something very quickly here. Uh, we, I was joking about all the phone calls, and and I think the final count now is uh, eight phone calls during this uh, during this show, and a whole bunch of text <laughs> messages. And uh, the reason is, and. I put an ad on Craigslist for a property that we bought. But the reason I bring that up, obviously properties have nothing to do with this show. But uh, if anybody tells you that Craigslist does not work anymore, which you see all the time, uh, you can go and kick them because it's not true. Uh, I have been getting – I put up a a house that we just renovated that we're going to be renting out. And I must have – I've had like 20 phone calls today already and I only put it on a couple hours ago. Of people that are ready to rent this this property. Uh, in fact, I've got another property that I didn't put on Craigslist yet, and I've got multiple people that want both of those because they've called and it made sense. So, uh, if you're ever looking for anything, woo! I guess Craigslist is still the place to go, man, because getting a lot of action, a lot of action from that. So crazy, crazy. And that's, well, that's why we keep getting phone calls. Yeah, good, good, so. good. 
All right. Well, that's our little story on graphics. Again, and by the way, if you're doing live videos, you can still do graphics. We're doing live videos, and you can see we've got lower thirds, yeah. and we've got logos yeah. in the corners and all that kind of stuff. Um, so very effective to have graphics on your live videos as well. So anywhere you do video, live, recorded, whatever it happens to be, getting nice graphics into those videos is only going to enhance it and make it even better. So get out there and do it. And again, check out Elements. I think you're going to love it. I save so much time and money by using Elements for everything that I do that it's just, it's not even funny. You can, uh, by the way, you can go there. Let's say you want to do one of those big, long explainer videos that are like two minutes long. You'll probably find a template on there that has the explainer video already completely made. And all you have to do is go in and change a couple of graphics, change the text, and now it's your explainer video. So be sure to check it out. Again, raythevideoguide.com slash elements. You will not, if you use one or two items the entire year, it's worth the $200. But I mean, just amazing the amount of stuff that they have in there that you can create with. So Fantastic. Indeed. All right, Steve. So we finally made it through without Facebook kicking us off and without the software going haywire and everything else, and which is exciting. Um, is. Still not sure why it was doing that and why we kept having issues. And what's funny is uh, we missed, you know, uh, people might be saying, oh, geez, these guys haven't had a podcast in a couple of weeks. Well, we've tried. It seems yeah. like every time we've tried it, it went down. And the funny thing is, is during the week, all week long, I would do live video tests and everything, and everything would work fine. And then we'd get on the call, we'd get everything set up, we'd start doing the show, and it would shut down on us. Yeah, so it was, yeah. it was very strange. You know, when we thought very everything was working well. fine, it would suddenly just go down. But we made it through today, which is very exciting. Uh, yes, we're, it, what, it 40 minutes in without any issues, so that's, uh, that's pretty good. I'm all right. So with that, Steve, are we ready to get out of here? I think before so. Before it does now, shut down for us. Who uh, made the show possible today? Well, today's show is made possible by people that we talked about a few times today, and that is our good friends over at Movo who have a great podcasting microphone called the UM700. It's a desktop USB microphone that allows you to adjust everything from the pickup patterns on the microphone to the volume of the headphones to the gain on the microphone, and it's all in one nice little unit that sits right on your desk and sounds great. And if you want to check it out, you can check it out right now by heading over to pocketvideopro.com slash um 700 and you can pick one up today and start podcasting or doing voiceovers or doing, you know, whatever it is you need to do with sound. Maybe you're doing a live video. You can use it with your live videos. Mm-hmm. All available at pocketvideopro.com slash UM700. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a great one, Steve. We'll talk to you yeah, soon you too, as right. well. Okay. Bye-bye, everybody. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at, even if he's a little fat. He's filled with video expertise, has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy.